Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Tropical Island of Newfoundland, Episode 1, One Life, Live It podcast. We are off and running. We are launched. Day one, journey one, here we are. You know, as the great poet scribed, Bob Marley, live the life you love, love the life you live. And I absolutely love that quote. You know, I get asked all the time, what does one life live it mean? You've been preaching and living this mantra for so long now. What does one life live it mean? And what it means is it's just waking up one day, the day before you die, and realizing that you gave it your all. The parenting of your children, the creation of your dreams, the building of your craft, the philanthropy of your life. It's just all in. In theory, strategy, execution, and emotion. One life, live in it. Now, where did one life, live it come from? See, life is happening for us, not to us. It's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. When we accept that everything that happens to us, good or bad, is our responsibility or fault, then and only then, can we embrace or make the changes needed? Otherwise, we need the other people in the world to change. And that's not very empowering. That's not what really excites me. Knowing that no matter what happens in my life, good, bad, diagnosis or not, whatever comes my way, I can accept the responsibility because then I can change it. That's the cool thing about life. And that's the cool thing about the one one that we are given. See, we all have chapters, and I get that. We all have chapters in our life. Some are beautiful. Most are. And some chapters in our book that we're writing may not be the best, but they lead up to the great chapters in our life. And I know that there are certain ones that define us. There are certain ones that elevate the story of our life. And those are the chapters that we sometimes tend to cling to. And sometimes they're not the most exciting ones, but they're the ones that build a character. They're the ones that build the foundation of our house. They're the ones that build up truly what we need in order to enjoy the real book that we're writing. We all have our chapters. Thing is, are we going to allow the situation to take piece of our future, whatever that chapter is? So when I think about where my one life live it came from, I'm going to bring you to one of the real, truly changing chapters in my life. And I got to tell you, my life was changing for a long time before that. My, my life was changing for, for years before that. And I felt like I was doing a lot of the right things as well. But it was just over two years ago. 
and it was a real rainy, drizzly night. It was November 2nd, and it was 2018. And at the time, don't do the math, but I was 47 years old. It was two years ago, just slightly over that, and it was a Friday night, and it was after a high school hockey game. We had lost to Gonzaga. Damn those Vikings. But we had lost to Gonzaga, and it was a rainy, again, it was, it was really a night that I really didn't have anything planned. I decided it was around 9.20 p.m. to drive myself, yes, drive myself to the hospital. I was feeling a little winded that day. Um, had played hockey earlier that day, and I felt a little winded. Um, so I decided again that night, no plans, to drive myself to the hospital. Um, I had five tests that night. Now, I don't pass this many tests, but I had five tests that night, and I passed four out of five of the tests. I had an EKG, I had a blood pressure, I had a chest x-ray, and I had an ultrasound. But I had failed one test. I had failed one test. I had failed a blood test. And at 47 years young, I had a heart attack. I had a 90% blockage in the Widowmaker. And by the way, you got to come up with a better name than that. The Widowmaker? So I had a 90% blockage. I was hours. I was a couple of platelets away uh, from dying. I would have died that night. In less than 48 hours, they had, well, that night I had gotten wheeled up. I went into the, uh, uh, the uh, CCU unit. Uh, I was on a table. I was hooked up to every wire that was possible. When I walked in, what was crazy was that the nurses that were working there that night, they, they had looked up and they saw it was me coming in. And they were like, what are you doing here? And I get that because, you know, as the story goes, as the chapters prior to this went, I had been a pretty good pitcher of health. I had been um, someone who has, who was at least doing what was supposed to be the right things. So I made my way up and it was a Friday evening and we got tucked away and I got into my private suite. And in my private suite, uh, I had spent, you know, the good part of all day Saturday there. Uh, we were going to do a dye test on Monday, and I really didn't know what was going to happen. But on Sunday, November 4th, um, one of the great angels in my life, uh, Dr. Brendan Parfrey, came in and he said, I'm going to do you now. He was here early for an emergency, and he said, I'm going to do you now. And I really had no idea what that meant. I'm going to do you now. Was my chest going to get ripped open? You know, was, you know, was I ever going to be the same again? Was I even going to make it? And I must express to you that there were two of the scariest moments in my life, two of the scariest moments in my life. And I really hope, and I hope that some form or another, one life live, it really comes to the top of your mindset and heart set when I share this with you right now. And two of the scariest moments in my life was getting dressed in my birthday suit and laying across that steel table prior to the surgery. But just before that moment, when the last person I saw was my mother, who said, I'll see you in a little bit, because that's what moms do, was probably the scariest moment of my life right there and then. Luckily, and more than luckily, because we have amazing angels within us, all around us, and they are the doctors, the nurses, the surgeons, everybody that is involved in our healthcare industry. But my surgery 
as they wheeled me out of my private suite onto a cold steel table. Manscaped, by the way, uh, alone and scared, took 6.8 minutes. 6.8 minutes. By the time I had left my private suite, it was 12.30. And when I had arrived back, it was 1.05. A total of 35 minutes, but my surgery took 6.8 minutes. And Dr. Brendan Parfrey successfully performed heart surgery and gave me a second chance in life. I now live my second life. Now, I'd like to tell you, a lot has changed in the last two years, two and a half, but really, not a lot has. I was already life-changing. I had some good habits prior to, hey, listen, I was the guy that didn't smoke. And I get that. And I never come down on anyone for that. But I was the guy that never had one. I was the guy that got made fun of for that. Not one up to my lips. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I was the guy who played hockey and did Muay Thai two to three times a week. I'd like to say I healthy. I ate healthy, but yeah, my diet was my worst enemy. I'd like to say I didn't let the little things in life upset me, but those who know me I'm currently on the floor laughing. But what I do know right now is that it was DNA and DNE. Do not eat. I can say today that I don't care anymore. Let that sink in. Let that sink in today as you listen. I don't care anymore. I don't care about traffic anymore. I don't care about policies and procedures or politics. I don't care about the weather either. The referee's call will still push me to snap every now and then, but I got respect for those people more than I ever did. I really don't even get upset about the final score anymore. I love the part that I'm still in the game. But more importantly, I don't care about complainers. I don't have time for excuses. I don't have time for grudges anymore. And I don't have any regrets. And that's one life. And that's living it. I'll walk in nature a little more. Yeah, I laugh at that. I know who you are. But I will walk in nature more. I'll sing a little more, as bad as I am, but I will. I read more, and probably the biggest life change I ever made was I get up a lot earlier, a little earlier, but I still get up earlier, and I do try to eat healthier. I do try to take part, play, to take the best care of the only place I have to live, my body. I will share with you, though, I still get scared. There are days when a small pain in my chest is alarming enough to, to stay home, then rather than go out, my cocktail of daily pills reminds me of my humanity and an intense workout might set up a little panic and my appearance at social events is always shortened because the concept of a night out is one of those little PTSDs that was picked up along the way. What I did decide to do was rearrange life's bookshelf. As good as it looks back there, I cleared and dusted it off. But surprisingly, I was in no rush to put anything back up there. I still haven't decided what's important. I still haven't decided what's important. I love my career and my clients, and I'm blessed to spend each day with. I've become a certified trainer and started a fitness business. I appreciate, truthfully, I appreciate the dressing room banter after a Friday noon skate. I'll sit there and I'll just listen. And I love it. 
no matter what's said. Friends can be family, but it doesn't mean that friends, that family are friends. And that's okay. Life changes. I love my sister and her family. I love my daughter. I love my best friend, Chloe, more than life itself. I'm proud and I love my boys. I love my baby. I appreciate and love my parents more and more every day. I'll never miss a Sunday dinner at mom and dad's. Never. For some reason, God gave me the chance to experience what 6.8 minutes truly means. And I made a promise to her to inspire and live my life to the fullest every day. One life. Live it. See, we all have two birthdays. One the day we were born and one the day we realized why. And this is personal to me. So why this podcast? I want this podcast to be a vehicle to grow braver. Model your values and be an opportunity for you, for you, you listening right now to impact the world. I want this to be a platform to be shared by the global warriors and the life nudgers. And I know I've had so many life nudgers in my life and I want them to use this platform to inspire and guide more. I want those to be the ones that paved the way, the ones who choose to truly lead with love and respect. See, this is personal to me, very personal. Someone recently asked me why I take everything so personally, why I care so much about those who, who may follow me, why I work so hard to help people rise, why I'm so devoted to my craft, why I want everything I release to be my best. My answer is a simple one, because this is personal to me. I do believe that each of us has an inner hero wishing to see the light of day. I'd run to the end of the earth to protect the insight that though you, your past may have been harsh, your future can be brilliant. Let that sink in. I would run to the end of the earth to protect the insight that though your past may have been harsh, your future can be brilliant. See, I'd wage a fierce battle for the thought that there are no extra people on the planet and inside each beating heart lies awe, wonder, and hope that needs never be lost. We live in a troubled world, yes. There is much to, to applaud and progress to be grateful for, and yet mediocrity is infecting the majority. And average is infusing the herd. Take your work personally. Take your good name personally. Take your talent personally. Take your service to others personally. Take your life personally. I do. Like I said before, the two most important days in your life, the day when you were born and the day you discover why. And I think now, as I live my second life, I now understand the reason why. I haven't got it all figured out yet, and I'm not going to, and I may never ever will. But I, doubt, I now know that I have a why, a why that's bigger than anything else. And I want this platform, this one life, live it. This One Life Live It podcast, this One Life Live It channel to be an opportunity for you to share, to inspire, and to guide. And we're going to do it together. We're going to build this community, and we're going to make sure that this happens. You know, just like the great band said, we belong in a world that must be strong. That's the dreams are made of. And in the end, on dreams we will depend because that's 
what love is made of. Now, I got to tell you, we're day one and we're starting off and we're kicking it and we're rocking it already. But I want you to be a part of this. I want you to be a part of this community. I want you to be a part of this platform. Wherever you subscribe or like or share your favorite podcast, please, please make this a part of your life and a part of your daily routine. Please do so on any platform that you may have. Click that link button. Click that subscribe button. Click that share button. And I would truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. We get one life. This is your opportunity to truly, truly live it.